Blog Talk Radio. Jesus is a heartbeat. Blood inside of me. Life inside of me. Empowerment Inc. Radio, and the program is Kingdom Kids Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. Glad to be with you today. I give God all the praise and all the glory. Hallelujah. 
Hope you are doing great and um, uh, feeling free from this, uh, uh, what is going on. I just want to encourage you to not give up on God. Okay, so stay with Him. Hallelujah. Today we have a, a, a word that will encourage us living free from worry. Living free from worry. Okay, that is not giving up on God, but staying with Him. Hallelujah. I just want to give an update on our trip to Costa Rica. And I just wanted to use this opportunity to thank all of you for your prayers and your support for our trip to Costa Rica. The trip was very good, awesome, blessed. God moved mightily. Hallelujah. And we see the hands of God. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So we came back some few days ago, and um, they all send greetings to you in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So what the Lord will do next, we continue to trust and see where he will send us to next time. Hallelujah. Now a quick update on the uh, disease, the uh, coronavirus. So one of the things I just wanted to share before we go in detail to the Word of God today is just that we need to be able to keep ourselves and others free from getting it, from transmitting it. Again, we need to be able to keep ourselves and others free from transmitting it. If you know you have it, so please stay indoors and pray, seek the face of God. God will heal you rather than uh, spreading it around, just maliciously spreading it around and, and make, making sure other people get it. It's not good. It's not good at all. We also need to know God at this time and see the power of God is there with you and it's here to keep you safe and to heal you. So we as children of God don't have to live in fear and worry. We have to live free from it and live in peace of God. Hallelujah. Just a few things about this coronavirus. It has we have been hearing from the different media is that it can be spread from an infected person to others through the air by coughing, uh, by sneezing, that is being close with somebody who has gotten it. That is through close personal contact, such as touching or shaking hands or touching an object or surface with the virus on it. 
then we then touch our mouth or nose or eyes we wash our hands and that is why it is being recommended number one that we stay away from a group of more than 10 people and and wash our hands uh, very very often many times so that the virus from the hands uh, will be washed up and then we are not able to touch objects or touch ourselves and be infected so i do i hope that helps hallelujah and as we do this we'll be able to uh, keep ourselves free from being infected and others being uh, infected as well you know we know the power of god but at the same time we have to live with wisdom we apply wisdom in all things okay we cannot just live anyhow with wisdom in everything hallelujah so we are going to begin today with psalm 55 i just wanted to share this uh, 55 verse uh, 22 and it's saying cast your body on the lord and he shall sustain you and he shall never permit the righteous to be moved okay so we are to cast our bodies on the lord casting our bodies on the lord is refreshing you know what your body is you know what is worrying you so we need to on the lord the lord is the one who is constant in life and the one to frame So we have to cast all our cares on him. So he will sustain us. So he can always bear our body. He is our friend, he's our father, knows what we are going through. All we just need to do, cast all our bodies. He says he shall never permit the righteous to be moved realize you are righteous why second Corinthians 5 7, 5.1 says for he who know no sin that he became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him that is we are the righteousness of God in him so we need to know where we are are we in him or out of him you know you give your life to him then you are in him give your life to jesus you are in him and if you have never given yourself giving your, your life to jesus you are not born again you are not a new creation then it's an opportunity for you to, to do that today very very important like I said the other day, I was like, most people uh, who don't know, who know God 
talking about those who have no no ground. How are they living? How are they able to live in this period where DNA most part is all serious? Now we when we uh look at the situation it's like there's no hope. But in Christ there's hope. Hopelessness doesn't reign in the presence of God. This is where we see the hands of God. This is where we see the peace of God. You know, his mercy is new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Lamentations chapter 3. His mercy is always new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. His mercy always new every morning. The Lord is faithful. The Lord is good. The Lord will guide you. The Lord will protect you. He is always there. He knows all things. He knows your sweet coronavirus. According to uh, uh, research, this is not the first time this coronavirus has been. It's been, uh, it's been uh, affecting humans, animals. I think since 2003, it's different strains and species. So this one now is kind of get out of her hands and uh, and, and it's like being named as pandemic. But let's see what Psalm 138 verse 8 says. Psalm 138 verse 8 says, the Lord will perfect thou which concern me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. Again, the Lord will perfect thou which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. See, the Lord will perform. He will do that which is necessary for you, for me. He say, your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. His mercy endures forever. And do not forsake the works of your hands. We are the works of his hands. He will not forsake us. Neither will he leave us. He will always be with us. Hebrews chapter twelve, verse five. He will be always he will always remain with us. He will never leave us, will he uh forsake us. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 13 and 6. Okay? So we just want to thank God that He is there. Okay? He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will be with you to the end of the age. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things I have seen the moment we are born again is that the scripture clearly states in Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, that he has delivered us from the power of darkness 
power of the enemy. Darkness represents the power of the enemy. He has no hands any, anymore in us. So we have been delivered from that dominion of darkness, the dominion of Satan, Satan kingdom. You see, the, 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 uh, the word of God uh, uses a symbolism of light and darkness for good and evil. You see, for God's kingdom and Satan's kingdom. You see, the light represents uh, God's kingdom and, and darkness represents the evil kingdom. That is Satan's kingdom. You find all this throughout the New Testament. So the, the kingdom from which we as believers have been translated from or rescued from is the kingdom of darkness. So we have now been conveyed into the kingdom of the Son, of his love, which is light, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. So all this is done. So all we just need to know is begin to take the position where we have been assigned for sake God. Because he will not forsake us, but we will for, we are the one forsaking. He will never forsake us and he will never leave us. He is always there with us. Hallelujah. So we have been translated. So no more fear, no more giving to fear, no more giving to anxiety, no more giving to worry. Hallelujah. So I thank my God, and I believe you are thanking your God that he has done wondrous things in our life as a child of God. Because he has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So I commit to live free from worry in the name of Jesus. So commit yourself to live free from worry in the name of Jesus. Yes. That is intentionally living free from worry in the name of Jesus and not abiding. Uh, are not abiding uh, with the uh, the worriness, the fear, the anxiety, and the uh, the concern, the bo- the burden that's being released by the enemy. You see, so we what we then need to do. Is, is because because the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made us free, has made you free, has made me free from the law of sin and death. That is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, not, not in any other place, not in any other medium. But in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. So that the sin 
no longer have dominion over you. Uh, death no longer has dominion over you. Uh, uh, worry no longer has dominion over you. Because we have been set free from that worry in the name of Jesus. Therefore, we need to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God that in due time he will exalt, exalt us. We have to humble ourselves. That is what the book of First Peter, chapter 5, verse 6 says. So we have to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God that in that he may exalt us up in due time. Verse 7 says that we need to cast all our cares upon him, for he cares for you. For he what? He cares for us. That is casting all our cares unto him, for he cares for us. Casting all our cares on him, for he cares for you, cares for me. He's a caring father. He cares for you. Man, this is a consoling word. This will give us joy. Meditate on this verse. For he cares for you, for he cares for me. He cares a lot. He cares so much for you and for me. And look at what verse 8 says. Be sober. Be vigilant. That is, is everything is wisdom. Be vigilant. Just because he cares for us doesn't mean we live anyhow. Doesn't mean we live carefree. But it's only he cares. But we also have our own path. Wisdom. Just because he cares for us doesn't mean we live Anyhow, why? Because there's a creature there who is our adversary. The devil is walking about like a, it's not a roaring lion. The king of kings, the lord of lords, is our lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the lion. So he's just behaving, trying to imitate. You know he's an imitator. He's a liar. Hmm? So he's trying to behave, uh, taking the form of Jesus to do harm, of which we give him a place. He does it. If we agree with him, if we sign on to his uh, test and we pass it, then we allow him to uh, be like a royal lion in our life. If we don't yield to what uh, what the Lord is saying, we give place to him, to the devil, and we 
we cooperate with the devil, then he sees us as weak. So that's why he's saying here, he uh, suffer. And he self-control. Be alert. And uh, not give place to the enemy. Not agree with the enemy. Not be uh, his uh, tools. Then we will be able to defeat him. Because trying to steal, kill, and destroy. So we have to resist it. We have to stand firm and not be scared. You see, it's not saying be scared. It's saying be steadfast. That is be strong. That is withstand him. Okay? Stand, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. You realize this coronavirus is everywhere now. In all the continent. Uh, I think they say only in, in it. forgot to wear in the, in the uh, um, some place See, nearly everywhere now okay so we need to um, know that it's everywhere the same suffering by the same brotherhood it's about it said verse 10 said but may the god of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by christ jesus after you have suffered a while so the suffering will be a while okay uh, perfect, established, strengthen, and settle uh, you, see, to him be glory. It will be for a while. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I will give you glory. So we have to delight ourselves in the Lord. We have to keep ourselves under his perfect will that consigns us. He will perfect that which concerns us. And one of the things I like I said just now is we knowing our place. Knowing our place. And 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 being able to renew our mind and at the same time our reasoning. Our reasoning very, very important. So in in uh you know, in the first book of, in the, in the uh, second book of Corinthians, verse 10, 10, 5, actually, okay? You see, 10, 5, maybe let's start from verse 3. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. So we are not warring according to the flesh. So we might be fighting a war which is spiritual. You don't do it in the flesh. We do it in the spirit. Spirit to spirit. Verse 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down stronghold, casting down argument, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So that is, we are casting down imaginations, reasonings, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bring into captivity 
every thought to the obedience of Christ. That is, we bring every of our reasoning and we lay it before him to the obedience of Christ. Okay? Very important. You know, our actions reveal our thoughts, so we should not cling to the thoughts that do not conform to the lives and teachings of Christ. A good example for us is the life of Paul. Is the life of Paul. He did not walk according to the flesh. Neither did he live a worldly, uh, desired life. Instead, he conquered the flesh. He conquered the flesh. And he, he explained this strategy in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 24 to 27. He said, I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Time, uh, 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 discipline your body and bring it into subjection. That is reading the word of God and day in, day out, dwelling, spending time in the word of God. Not spending time just listening to this fear and everywhere. And listen to it once. Maybe in the morning, then maybe in, in the in the evening. That's it, that's enough. But just opening your vessel to him, opening your heart or mind to the news, it, it, will, it will cause worry, cause sickness, cause depression, cause anxiety. The list can go on and on. So, but instead, discipline your body and bring it into subjection to the Word of God. Dwell in the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God. This is the time you just keep reading, keep meditating, keep reading, keep reading. There's power. There's power in the Word of God. There's spirit attached to it. Keep reading. Keep encouraging yourself. Not only yourself, now encourage who you come in contact with. And if possible, get them born again. They don't know him. This is the time to witness, time to tell of his goodness. Hallelujah. We are not to give up. There's no other place else. Do we go? Where else do we go? Remember, disciples was talking about uh, the the word that I, I, the, the flesh prophet, John 6 63. He was talking about uh, the flesh. And the spirit, and the flesh profit nothing. And the word that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. And they were all just confused, and they were abandoning him. As his disciple, well, you do you want to also live? Oh, let let me see. <laughs> so it's 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 not for us. To quit. Quitting is not in our dictionary. Instead, we have to stay. 
Okay? We have to abide. We have to remain. You see, John 6, 6, 63. He said, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing to you. They are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who do not believe and who would betray him. Verse 65. And he said, Therefore, I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my father. Verse 66. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. They, they left him. They left him. Then Jesus says to the twelve, also want to go away. Do you also want to go away? Verse 68, But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? To whom? You have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. To whom do we go? You are the one who owns the author of life. You, are, you have the words of internal life. Where do we go? Now, let's assume, let's assume uh, the words come to end. The words come. Where do we go? One of the reasons why we need to do that, to come to Christ, at least you know where you are going. You know where we are going. If Jesus doesn't tarry, we will eventually die one day, whether coronavirus or not. So the question is, where are you going? Where will you end up? There is a place for everybody. It's a place. Do not let uh, the world deceive us that we are just animals. We are evolving and all that. You you have you you dream. You see in the dream. You see that it's it's a spiritual. There's a place for everything. There's a place for everybody. So let's begin to plan for that place. The essence of this is for us to know that there is internal life. And Peter said, you have the words of internal life. And the words of internal life rest in Jesus. John 17, verse 3. This is eternal life. So when we run away, who do we run that is, if we run away from him, who do we run to? That is why he said, Lord, to whom shall we go? No any other, no government. Whose government is going to save us, for example, today? They are doing, they are doing fa fabulous. They are doing, to me, they are doing a lot. Because they are also human beings. They are also human beings. They can also do the suggestion of the advisors, the C CDC, the head uh, ministers, uh, 
and all kinds of suggestions. They are putting all into place. But the real one who will help us is the author of eternal life. He is the one. He is the one we need to seek. He is the one we need to run to. To whom shall we go? No, nobody else. Run to who? To man or to woman? No. You run to the author of eternal life. He's the one that saves. He's the one that delivers. He's the one that translates us from that kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. He's the one we should not forsake. He's the one we should go to and follow him. Dwell in him. Let's make the word of God a place for our life. Hallelujah. Very awesome. Okay? Very, very good. And this comes if we cast all our cares on him. Hallelujah. One of the areas that I also want to touch about is the book of Second Timothy, chapter 1. Okay. You probably know this by heart by now because when you look at Timothy, it was a man that was just like us. And um, Paul was by the ocean um, of the Holy Spirit. He was able to drop this to him because uh, uh, he was beginning to live like he's in fear. Okay? He's beginning to live like he was in fear. And that is why uh, the Holy Spirit uh, uh, was able to uh, give this. So verse 6 says, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you, through the laying on of my hands. Why? So there has been a gift that was imparted to him by laying on of hands through the laying on of his hands, at his Paul's hands, that is when he probably ordained him as a minister or just by praying. Why? Verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, power, and of love, and of a sound mind. So this spirit of fear, meaning it's a spirit. When we are experiencing fear, it's a spirit. Should I say a demon? It's, it's a demon. See, many people say, oh, um, um, we don't have demon, this and that, this. This is an example of the fact that you can be born again, and at the same time, you can have demons, because this is a, a fear. If you are experiencing fear, it means you have a spirit of fear. It's very clear here. And this is under what? Under the New Testament. 
this is a New Testament uh, believer, uh, Timothy. And, and Paul is saying us. It's not pointing it to just Timothy. You are living in fear. He's saying us, including him himself. So there are times that we can come to ourselves and fear comes. And you say, oh, I don't have demon. It's a spirit. So we have to get rid of it. See, he's saying that we do not have to give place to that spirit of fear, to that demon of fear. But God has given us what? A spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. So he has given you power to conquer that spirit, has given you love to conquer that spirit, has given you sound mind to conquer that spirit. So that we don't have to live in fear anymore. You see, just one spirit has been given three tools to deal with it. That is to tell you how terrible it is. Some places they say self-control, discipline, that is discipline yourself, set of sound mind, train yourself, you see. So we have, uh, uh, not does not impart fear. That is God's spirit does not impart fear. God's spirit will not impart fear on us or timidity or coward, cowardice. But power, love, and sound mind, or self-control. The spirit impart power for the various circumstances of ministry that we come across with. The love the spirit gives to us should be directed towards individuals, not just for ourselves alone, but towards others. Know as we use uh, our spiritual gift to build people up, to build ourselves up, so we also need to exercise self-control. That is using our abilities at the appropriate times. That is wisdom at the appropriate times. Hallelujah! Very important. Now, when you now go to a Verse 12, so he was now beginning to uh, uh, advise him on the essence of knowing who you have believed. Verse 12. He said, for this reason, that is verse 12, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know who I have believed. And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed to him until that day. So are we ashamed of him? No. Shouldn't be ashamed of God. Shouldn't be ashamed of of our faith, of who we believe. 
So the 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 um, you know, remember I said, uh, to whom shall we go? Here, Paul is solidifying that truth. He said the the phrase, the the phrase, uh, whom I have believed, expresses Paul's unshake, unshakable truth in the Savior. His unshakable truth in the Savior. That is, you, you believe so much that nothing will move you and nothing will move your Christ because you have total submission to his will, to his plan, to his purpose in your life. And he also said, nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. Be that as it may be, I'm not ashamed. So one of the things is that some of us might be ashamed. Might be ashamed. Ashamed of what? Ashamed to say I'm a Christian? Ashamed to say I'm a believer? Ashamed to say I believe in the Bible? No. This is the time we need to keep our real belief on him. See, Paul was very clear that God will keep his deposit, his life, and eternal reward for his ministry. He was very clear, very certain that he will keep his deposits, his life, and his eternal reward of his ministry. You know, he was preparing for his imminent death. Uh, but in spite of this, he was very hopeful. Very soon he will be killed, but he was still very, all his life, his time, his resources, and even his his, his uh, 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 life on proclaiming the gospel, uh, his investment in Christ's kingdom uh, will bring him an abundant reward in eternal life. In the same way, God will protect us in life and in death. He will protect us in life and in death. He will not forget a life of faithful service to him. When he returns, he will not forget a life of faithful service to him when he returns. Sometimes, you know, people are very unappreciative or, or forgetful of the good that we do for them. Of course, you, we all know that you do, there are some people who do something to them today, tomorrow they don't even remember. If, uh, uh, it was done just yesterday. Today they will tell you, you have done nothing. Because they are just like blank. And they are unappreciative and very forgetful of the goal that you have done to them. And most of the time, we go into offense. We get offended. And, and the law has said in Luke chapter 17, that it's impossible that offense will not come. But woe to that 
through whom it comes and but will become offended. We are all going to be offended in one thing or the other. I'm sure I've offended some people today. The offense will come, but we just have to forgive and let go. Hallelujah. He said, sometimes people are unappreciative and forgetful of the good that we do for them. However, we do, if, however, all that we do in faithful service for our Savior will be remembered and rewarded. It will be remembered and, re- and rewarded. Okay? And, 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 that, and that is in Matthew 10, 32. The book of Matthew 10, 42. Okay? This is uh, the words of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we have what we have. He said he is able to keep that, keep what we have committed to him until that day. He is able to keep that which we have committed to him until that day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how do you do that? He began to say it. In the next verse, how fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and in love which are in Christ Jesus, that good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. So very important. So these are the things we need to be doing. Be loyal to the faith. Be uh, uh Keeping yourself in the Word of God, rather than keeping your, yourself in the news, uh, in the rumors, and uh, all kinds of discouraging uh, words that will come to you, rather than the Word of God. Okay, very, very important. Okay, you know, I just wanted to share this also. The Book of John. Okay, let's go to the book of John because <clears throat> no, let's let's go to Hebrew, Hebrew uh, chapter twelve. Okay, Hebrew chapter twelve, verse one or two. He said, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, my time is running out quickly, let us lay aside every wave and sin which so easily snares, and let us run with endurance the race that, uh, uh, that is set before us. So lay aside every with my brother, my sister. Lay aside uh, every offense, every uh, <clears throat> every uh, uh, unforgiveness. Lay aside every worry. Lay aside every anxiety. Lay aside every conscience. Lay aside everything that you know 
is a weight. You yourself, we know. They are they are weight that we cannot carry. We can't carry. So they ensnare us. We are not able to we are not able to move forward. So the scripture is saying that we have to run. So how can we carry this and even be able to walk? We are not able to walk, not to talk of running. You see, the idea here is to run with endurance. There's a race that has been set before us. So with all this wave, this baggage, uh, uh, saying, they ensnare us, they entangle us, they keep us down, and they bug us. We are not able to move forward. We end up being stagnant. All he's saying, based on the uh, on the people of faith in the uh, in, in in the previous uh, chapter uh, chapter eleven, talking about faith and the people of faith and all that. Now he begins to say, therefore, that is, we now also need to live our life based on how they live their life. So everything that happens here is for our own admonition so that we may learn and be able to do even better. Even do what? Better. Now when you, when you look at verse 39 and 40 in that Hebrew chapter 11, you see, you say, and all this having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us. Better for us. They should not be made perfect apart from us. So God has provided even better for us. And for us to be able to live that, uh, uh, that better that God has promised. But there is a weight. And uh, sin, we so easily ensnare us talking about. And for us to be able to approach this, it, it, it involves us running endurance, perseverance. It's going to, it's going to be something that will try to draw us back, but we have to persevere. We have to not give up, give, not give up on God, not fall apart, not being bound with worry, not being bound with fear. They try to put a snare us, try to put us down that we are not able to run. The race that has been set before us. And how do we do this? We have to look unto Jesus, the finisher of our faith. Look not on any other person, look not on any other man, look not on any other woman, look not on your government, on the resources you have. Uh, I've seen the whole place is all empty. Uh, people have gone to loot uh, the supermarket, pack everything in their homes. It's amazing. One of the videos I saw was just a guy uh, just packed his house with full uh, everything you can ever think of. Then I was telling myself, okay, let's assume that you now, you, everybody now is not out of food. 
then they all die. So you are the only one who lives. How how long can you survive? Where else can you if you if if they all die then who's where are you going to find food for you to eat? Who who's going to I mean <laughs> it's I don't know. I I mean it's it's you, you have packed all the food, you are now you are now the only one who survived. So how can you survive after the food the, the food you are eating run out? They will eventually run out. Hmm? They will eventually run out. See, it's like um, ants packing all the food to the hole, and in due time, it's dead. See, it's, it's, but we have to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him enjoyed the cross, despising the shame, I have sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Look unto him. Let's look unto him. Let's set our mind on him. Let's be steadfast on him. Let us not give up. He will protect you. He will guide you. My dear brother, my dear sister, every day, keep reading Psalm 91, keep reading Psalm 23, cover yourself with the word of God, and protect yourself with the word of God is our cover, is our blood, is our protection that we need, is the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the power that can protect you, sustain you at this time, is the word of God. Look unto Jesus. Look unto the Spirit of the living God. Look unto Him, the author, the finisher of our faith. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you for your word. We thank you for all that you have done today. Even as we live, living you. In the name of Jesus. We handle uh, uh our listeners, into your hands, into the hands of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we give ourselves to your Holy Spirit. We come to you, Spirit of living God, have your way. In the name of Jesus, we commit ourselves to you. In the name of Jesus, we handle ourselves to you. In the name of Jesus, we uh, our family, we commend them to your hands in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We love you and.